0: Welcome everybody, thanks for tuning in, it's Weird Mythic Podcast, and of course I'm Naomi and I'm always with Serena, and we have a guest with us today and her name is Emma, say hi guys. Hi. Hi. (laughs) So, alright, so today's episode, we have our guest as I said, and she's going to be giving us some insight to, um, I'll just go ahead and say it, a cult, so... (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs>
1: Serena, do you want to? Uh, I know you guys know each other, right? Yeah, we are like. She's one of my best friends. We've been friends for uh, how many years now? Like, oh my gosh, gosh. Uh, since like two thousand seven uh, or two thousand eight, something like that. Yeah, uh, nice. A very long okay. Time. <laughs> yeah. So Good. She, Good. Yep. I basically, she's has seen me grow up <laughs> she met me when i was very young and then yeah we kind of grew up together i feel we we've been through a lot together man. Me, me and you <laughs> yeah, we are. yeah oh i love it i love it i mean you know she actually took me to this cult before like throwing that out there <laughs> awesome well i'm excited to get started um
0: well let's just you know Throw our little things out there. You know, of course, follow Weird Mythic Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Um, don't forget to send us any, you know, weird things about cryptids and whatnot to our Gmail account at Mythic at, at gmail.com.
1: Anything else you girls want to plug? Isn't there a Reddit for, okay, so the, the church or cult, whatever you want to call it, is La Luz del Mundo, right? LLDM? Yes okay and what's the reddit because i know that there's a reddit for like i want to say survivors of this cult or people who have escaped the church right
2: yes yeah so it's uh xllvm um and so yeah you'll just type it on there and it'll be the first thing that pops up on reddit
1: okay cool so you can go and read people's what stories about how they escaped or things that they've gone through through that right
2: yeah yeah so it's uh Uh, yeah, so you'll see a lot of other people on there, um, you know, just with the, you know, recent trial that just happened, which we can, you know, talk about a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, we've actually had a lot more people on there saying that, like, you know, like, we just left or, you know, it's my story and stuff like that. Ugh, that's crazy. Okay,
1: so yeah, let's get into it. Um, You said you left the church in 2010, right? When you yes. graduated?
2: yes. Uh, so okay. after I left high school or graduated high school, um, I stopped going. And it was kind of like just gradual because um, I started going to college and um, I just didn't want to be involved in that. Like in that cold, there's a lot of um, just judging and shaming. And like I've mentioned to you, Serena, before, like, I just felt like I was living a double life. I mean, I pretty much was. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I was I was trying to be, like, this perfect, you know, girl in church who followed all the rules, but just never felt good enough because I just wanted to be myself. And, you know, there's rules about everything. And I didn't like wearing long skirts, especially in Hawaii, where it's so hot. <laughs> right. Uh, and, you know just I wasn't allowed to listen to my favorite
1: music speaking of I was listening to three days grace on my way home today and I'm like this so oh. reminds me of Emma yeah.
2: yes because I loved it love three days grace uh and I just you know I felt bad that I liked it like I just they made me feel bad about it so there was a lot of
1: shaming then in the church yes. right
2: Yes. Okay, what yeah.
1: was, before we get into some, because I definitely want to talk about some of the other rules and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. what did, like, a typical service look like? So when you would go, what, I know you said that there was, like, a in, insane schedule. Didn't you go, like, every day almost? Yes.
2: So, oh, my goodness. So it was every single day, uh, every day at 5 a.m. Uh, then there was the evening service at 6.30 p.m. Sundays was three services. So it was 5 a.m., 10 a.m., 6.30 p.m. And then Saturdays, they sometimes had a 9 or 10 a.m. service as well. Uh, So it was just, you know, church every single day. Uh, And then when the church had special holidays, so we didn't celebrate, you know, things like Christmas, New Year, none of that uh so it's not like your typical you know they claim to be a christian church they don't even celebrate easter uh and but they would have their own special holidays like uh one is called the the holy supper and so that one uh was every year on august 14 and that one was several hours long like we would be there from like 10 a.m to all the way to like 6 p.m and i would actually have to miss school for this special service Um, and so it was just, you know, just constantly, uh, just, you know, a lot of time being spent inside these temples.
0: All right. And so you, you were like born into the church and the cult, right?
2: I was not. So my mom, uh, joined when I was like five years old, but I, you know, spent my most of my life in it. Uh, because, okay yeah so started at a very young age
1: you said your mom and dad were missionaries right like back in they the day Were. is that how they
2: met through the church or they did not no so my dad actually was part of the church when he was a kid uh he got baptized uh when he was 14 which is usually when they tell you that you know you should get baptized uh it's kind of like a coming of age thing uh so when i was 14 i was forced to get baptized now they'll say hmm. no you no one ever forced you but there was a lot of uh, manipulation involved in that my mom would basically scare me and said you know if I don't get baptized then it if something happens to me if I die go to hell uh, or you know she threatened to kick me out of the house many times and so it was you know for me it was a survival thing um, yeah. but anyway yeah so my uh, dad got baptized at fourteen. Uh, he met my mom years later, uh, they got married and, uh, they got married in Hawaii, moved to Florida. And then in Florida, it was when, uh, my mom was looking for a church and my dad decided to bring her to this church and she got baptized. Uh, and then maybe like a few years after that, uh they had started a church and then the leader who's actually in jail right now uh nason joaquin uh he Mm -hmm. knew my dad and he said hey you know i want to start churches in hawaii i know you're familiar with hawaii i'm gonna send you uh and your family to start some churches and oh shit yeah and so they started uh two separate churches in hawaii which grew really fast
1: Uh, Is that why you lived in Kauai for part of your... Yeah. Like, because you lived in Kauai
2: until middle school, right? I did, yeah. Uh, So we moved to Maui first, uh, and then we got sent to Kauai, and then uh, we got sent to the Big Island. Uh, And so my dad started the two churches on Kauai and the Big Island, Um. And yeah, it just kind of, you know, grew from there, I guess. And, um, but yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. That's pretty intense. So, um, since your dad was like already in it by the time he met your mom, your mom was looking for a church and did like what she saw, obviously. Do I have that correct? Yeah. Okay. All right. And so, do you have any siblings? Were they also involved with the church?
2: Yeah, so my brother and sister, they weren't as involved. Um, So they both got baptized uh, in this church at 14 as well. Uh, And for them, it was just kind of, they just kind of just stopped going. It it wasn't very hard for them to leave. Uh, My brother wasn't ever very involved in it. And then by the time my sister turned 14, I was I was like 23 so I'd already moved out and everything and at that time my mom wasn't going to church very often anymore um, and so that's just part of the reason why for them it was just easier to leave uh, and mm. then my dad has kind of been in and out for years so like you know, sometimes he'll decide that he wants to be part of the church other times he decides not so I don't really know where he is at with that but like my mom she just recently left well, she stopped going many years ago, but just recently, uh, within the last two years, finally stopped believing in all their teaching.
0: That's, all right. Well, let's good. kind of like, yeah. Well, do you want to get into like, like, um, what were some of the rules or what did you guys follow? Because uh, from what I read online, it is a Christian type of religion or group, yeah. but then again they don't follow everything. They almost seem like, uh, like fundamentalists, like yeah. to the core fundamentalists. Yeah. So do you want to kind of like get into that and what it yeah. was like to just, I don't know, go to church and the things they were teaching there.
2: Yeah. So, uh, the basic teachings is that, uh, you, they have a self-proclaimed apostle. They teach us that, uh, this apostle was chosen by God. Uh, he holds the keys to heaven without him. We cannot obtain salvation. Um, and from there they have it is it is and so they teach that you know these men um, are just you mm-hmm. know they're very powerful they you know they know who you are without even meeting you so they're almost they're given a very very godlike uh, presence um,
0: right it's pretty much if you go against whatever they say yeah. you're going against God
2: it is it is and so uh, when I was in it the leader, Uh, Was Samuel. So this was actually founded by, I believe, in 1926, by uh, Aaron, Uh, and then his son took over, Samuel uh, Garcia, or um, my goodness, Mm -hmm. uh, Samuel Joaquin Flores, and then uh, it was taken over by his son, uh, Nason Joaquin Garcia, and so so it's a three generation thing, and so they're always you know once Mm -hmm. you know one of them had passed away they always, you know, had God chose, you know, this new apostle. Yeah. How crazy <laughs> is that?
1: It's just in the family, too. It's like the yeah, son and yeah. then the
2: son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm surprised that people don't think about that. Like, oh, how weird is it that they just keep choosing, That like God keeps choosing a, you know, uh, a leader from the same family. Like, it's just, I'm surprised that they don't think about it at the time. Um, yeah. Right. So when the leader, uh, Samuel, when he had was because he had nobody actually knows how he died uh, there's all these theories and um some people say it was cancer some people say it was like um i don't know like i can't remember what it was but there's all these theories but anyway so he, well, he was sick and he was going to the hospital a lot i remember uh somebody had reached out to me and they're like you have to come back to church because you don't know when god's gonna come back and uh you know take his church with him so basically they're talking about like a rapture happening right and so you know for me for a moment i i was like oh my gosh do i go back what do i do but that's the fear-mongering part of it oh yeah that's like instilled (laughs) in you from age five (laughs) like yeah yep and so um i was like no i'm like i'm not gonna listen to them and um and a few uh days after the uh leader passed away they you know god miraculously chose this other leader who also happened to be in the family <laughs>
0: miraculously <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly and so you know and so um i remember so i've actually met him the current leader uh and i remember like first time i met him like i've never everyone claims that oh so, you know supposedly like you know you feel the people in the church are like, You're supposed to feel something special because these are you know like holy men and all this and that. And I remember mm-hmm. when I first met him, I felt so guilty for not feeling anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. that is so yeah. cute! A- <laughs> I did, I so it's, it's really
0: so it's really just so innocent for you to think that too yeah. You're because like, What's wrong your with family me? knows him. Yeah, your family knows him. You yeah. go to church with these people who yeah. are like, this is how you're supposed to feel. Yeah. And they're like, I didn't I didn't feel that at all. Like, of yeah. course you're going to feel yeah. guilty, especially <laughs> since it's been, like, probably hammered into you how important this person is, yeah. Yeah. you know.
2: I mean, this, you know, they gave him, like, this huge authority. And, uh, you know, for a long time, like, I just felt bad. And it took years to, you know, get away from... Feeling all that fear, um, that year that I left uh, the cult, uh, I had, you know, I started college, and I had gotten into a car accident. And actually, Serena, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, Charlie was driving me home, oh, gosh. Uh, and uh, it was a rainy day. He had bald tires, and so we crashed. And I, oh, you know, I called my mom, and her response was. This is God's way of punishing you for leaving, and he's the like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that was just, that was just her response. Like there was just you know God was punishing me for leaving.
1: God made and, the tires bald, and wow. Charlie couldn't control the car.
2: Like yeah, yeah. And <laughs> really, uh, it's all Charlie's fault. But <laughs> it is uh, exactly. But and it was just, wow. And also, so then uh, you know she goes to pick me up, and I'm wearing pants. And uh, oh, I should can't remember if I mentioned the dress code, <laughs> was the long skirts, and uh, so I'm, you know, no short wearing sleeve, pants right? and no short sleeves. Uh, and You, you couldn't know, cut also... your hair too, right? Yeah, so I had to have my long okay. hair.
1: Yeah, I remember you always had the longest hair. I was so happy when I saw that you got married in Vegas and cut your yes, hair. I was like, yes.
2: <laughs> I wore the shortest dress ever. I know. My hair was so short. <laughs> I was wearing I earrings and heels. I like full on went out and
0: And how did that feel when you did that?
2: Oh my gosh. So uh so I didn't tell my my mom didn't even know I was dating. And because they don't allow relationships that are outside of the cult. Uh and mm-hmm. you know, they always preach that, you know, if you wanna get married with honor, you have to it has to be someone with you know, from the cult and uh I was like, That's not gonna happen for me and so I met my husband in college, and, you know, we were dating for a while, we were dating for like three years, and my mom had no idea, or she was in denial, I don't know, it, I, everyone else thought it was <laughs> very obvious, and I called her an hour before we got married, because we eloped, and uh, I was like, hey, mom, uh, just letting you know I'm getting married in an hour. And the only reason I called was because my husband said that I should call my mom or my dad. So I called them, and she just she freaked out. She was super angry at first. And then she starts crying. She's like, I just can't believe you didn't tell me about this, and you didn't invite me. And um, But, but realistically,
1: at that time, would your mom have gone, like, without a fight like
2: she oh i think it would have caused a lot of drama yeah um i don't i think she if i had actually planned like an actual wedding and i told her i was getting married to someone who's not in the church i think she would have just freaked out even more uh she i think so too uh probably would have made me feel bad or she probably she would have tried to get you out of it probably yeah yeah uh and so, and we actually recently talked about that because, you know, now, like, we have a really good relationship and she, she asked me how come I never told her about this before and I'm like, really, I'm like, you have to think about, like, mom, you still believe in all this stuff, like, I'm like, you wouldn't have handled it very well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, it, it, she was upset that, you know, she wasn't invited, but again, it, we had eloped, uh, we had proposed. We were in Vegas for a uh, chef convention, and uh, he proposed, and he's like, okay, well, then I said yes, and he's like, okay, let's get married today, and so we went, and we got married that day.
0: (laughs) That's adorable.
2: I love that story. (laughs)
1: Um, Okay, I want to go back to kind of dating and stuff since we're on that topic, and I know you mentioned, like, grooming within the
2: church. can you talk about what that looked like yeah so um I didn't realize it at the time uh but I was being groomed at a very young age to basically be uh like a servant for the leader uh the leader at the time he uh loved and this is you know by the way might be a little um hard to hear or not but uh Love stuff like uh, like hula dances and with you know, like with the grass skirts and you know, that kind of outfit. And mm-hmm. uh, when I was in elementary, I you know, danced hula, and I remember the minister's wives would tell me, uh, you know, you should keep practicing your hula, uh, maybe one day you'll get to dance with the apostle. And How at the time, is that? <laughs> it's so creepy, and at the time, I didn't know any, any better, you know, I was like, okay, I'm like. They don't allow dancing. They don't, you know, allow any music or anything like that. But I did find it a little weird that they're saying that I could dance hula in front of this leader. And but I was like, okay, I was like, that that'd be cool, you know, to be in front of this leader. Again, I'm like 10 at the time when this happened. Yeah, you're a child. Uh, Yeah, and and oh, how strange. It wasn't until years later where I learned that they took these, and that's how they started off. They would start off with these dances and then later on they would, uh, have these girls, you know, uh, ha- wear less and less clothing. And a lot of the, these girls ended up being sexually abused. Um, that's, that's one part of it. And so that one, uh, that part, it's not really known by a lot of people. It was usually just like the higher up, uh, people that knew about this, uh, like in the typical church setting as far as dating goes though uh they don't allow any uh handholding uh kissing or anything like that uh, if they catch anyone uh engage in any sort of physical contact even if they're just holding hands uh they're made to get married immediately oh uh, gosh and, like forced like forced to get married yeah they're like oh you know You, Hmm. we caught you fornicating with this person. You guys have to get married now, and uh, so then they'll take them to a courthouse. So they don't even get to plan a wedding; they just take them to a courthouse and they get married. And then usually, uh, if they get married that way, uh, they go under a one-year kind of like a I don't even know how to uh, like a I guess like a probation period or whatever. And like the whole they 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 get shunned, and basically the church tells them. Don't talk to these people. They were fornicating. You don't get to talk to them for about a whole year, even though they just uh, got wow. married. And yeah. like, yeah. what? Uh, I actually <laughs> got to witness this uh, firsthand uh, with uh, a friend of mine, and uh, this was on Kauai. And uh, it, you know, I they were the girl was a really good friend of mine. Like we hung out all the time, and then I didn't know that she liked one of the guys from the church next thing i know she got married and uh they were we were told like you're not allowed to talk to them uh until we say that you can talk to them that kind of sucks i'm like i like hanging out with these people and it was just super weird um they were i want to say they're probably like 18 or 19 years old at the time uh so very young um i -hmm. was actually uh told at one point um that uh, you know, they they were, they basically threatened me uh, with marriage. There is a uh, an incident that involved uh, some older guy. He was messaging me like they, we did nothing. He never did anything to me. Uh, but the minister found out that he was messaging me, and he's like, he basically said that if I told my parents or if I told anyone about this incident, that me and him we were going to have to get married. Uh, uh, when I turned 14 and so I was like 13 the time and I'm like I don't want to get married to this guy um, and then later on there was some other uh, abuse that had happened and the guy basically also told me he's, like, if you tell anyone about any of this I'm just letting you know that they will make us marry each other and you know for years like I would have nightmares of me being forced to get married uh, even after I got married, I, I still had these nightmares, because, uh, you know, can you imagine, like, you know, having this in the back of your head as a teenager uh, and just your whole life, like, oh, like, at any point, if the minister decides that he wants to marry me off to somebody, I have to listen, because if I don't, then that could actually be, like, going against God.
1: That's uh, so and,
2: sad. Yeah. And so it was, it was terrifying for a while, and, uh, you know, I was not, I couldn't even tell my parents about this. Like, that's how much gear they put in you. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Uh, So, it's Um, pretty pretty intense. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I remember you talking about the mass wedding that happens in Mexico. Like, where hundreds of people...
2: Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So, every year, they have uh, these mass weddings. And so, basically, they take... uh, they say that, you know, that, that these women and the men are all virgins. They're basically, they're told that they're like, you know, like the uh, best of people. And they line them up. And basically whoever they are standing next to is who they get married to. Uh, what I recently found out in just the last couple of years is that a lot of these girls that were married off, though, were actually girls that were uh groomed in this church and were actually uh, sexual servants for the leader and once he felt he was like done with them he would actually take them and marry them off um, well, that is so sad and uh, mm-hmm. that again that part you know like it's not known to the rest of the church um, like I, I grew up just thinking like you know they, they tell us like oh it's a great honor because the apostle is hand taking spouse Uh, Because they say it's the apostle who picks uh, the couples and they're like this is like the best like the greatest honor you can receive." and so I grew up always thinking like oh my gosh like what if I get chosen one day and uh, I have to do that. I had no idea at the time that a lot of these girls who were getting married off were abused uh, when they were younger.
1: Hmm. That's so freaking sad. Yeah
0: yeah so for a lot of the marriages within the cult um it sounds like that they are chosen by those already in the cult who should marry who type of thing
2: yeah so a lot of them are kind of arranged uh sometimes the members uh they always have to ask for permission so you know say <laughs> a guy likes a girl and he has to actually go up to a pastor or minister and say hey you know, i want to talk to her um You know, a lot of the times they are arranged. um, And uh, the ones that are not, you know, they're only given about three months to get to know each other. And again, the same rules apply. There's no hand holding, kissing, or like not even being together alone without a chaperone. Uh, And then after those three months pass, then they have to decide if they want to get married or not. Hmm. Um, That's
1: like 1800. That's some Bridgerton shit right there. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is it's it's crazy like uh and you know and they're always like you always see these young girls like getting married uh and i, always, I just always feel so bad for them because uh, aside from the fact that you know they end up getting married young they're also very anti contraceptives. so you know so they just no... pop out
1: babies like it's so yeah because so... it's
2: for the church yeah, so the more babies, the more people
0: can join, and
2: yeah. all that. Yep, yep, and it's just it's so <laughs> sad. Like I, um, uh, all like I, you know, all these girls, they have so many babies, and you know, they also they even like preach about this, and like in church, where like you know the women always has to be there for the husband, and you know, it, and if you're gonna have uh, sexual relationships with your husband, it's to have a baby and mm-hmm. it's just like you know that so and you're just <laughs> oh,
1: that's crazy that the woman's literally just like there to pop out babies and listen to yeah. whatever the f the husband says yeah so there has it's, to be a lot of like abusive relationships and, and
2: failed marriages
1: yeah. then within the church right but you can't get yeah. divorced
2: right yeah so they don't allow divorces um a lot of the times if a couple were to get divorced um they, they usually get shunned. And, of course, most of the time, it's the women that only get shunned. Uh, there's been instances where, uh, like, the whole family just stops talking to the woman. And then, like, years later, uh, the pastor will say something like, oh, well, the husband can get remarried, but you can't, because, I don't know, you're a woman, I guess. I don't know. Ew. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, that's pretty much what I was reading online, too, is it really is just... If if you're a woman that's in this cult, and you do marry man who's also in the cult, you it's the whole thing is that you pretty much belong to him. There's yeah. no ifs ands or buts about it. Like yeah. you're yeah. there to make babies, you're there to take care of the house, and yep. that's it. Yep. Uh
1: yeah, and
0: it, Ugh, you know, that it, makes uh, me so uncomfortable. Yeah, it does, dude. Me too. I'm sitting here just like I I don't know what to do with myself right now. I'm just it's so uncomfortable for those of us, yeah. especially looking completely from the outside yeah. how uncomfortable it just makes us just because yeah. we don't there's nothing we could do about it it's yeah. a belief system yeah. you were in it and how hard is it for you to completely change your mind about that
2: it doesn't yeah. happen overnight yeah. you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah no it, it does not like I like I said, I've had like anxieties for just many years uh you know I kept going back and forth like even after I left my like, go back uh, I basically just, I remember having a thought at one point, I'm like, well, if I go to hell, I go to hell. You know, I can't continue living like this. Uh, cause it was just too hard. I'm like, I don't want to, you know, end up getting married to someone I don't even know. Or, you know, I want to feel comfortable in the way I dress. Like, I don't feel comfortable wearing long skirts all the time. I want to cut my hair. Uh, and just all these things, like small things like they always made me feel so guilty about it um and so it's just uh,
0: because it's what it sounds like is it's almost them just taking away your free will which is something people can't take away but they can definitely try to like dampen it and make it seem like this is how you should be yeah whatever you want to do is actually wrong
2: yeah yeah uh and even like when it comes to like uh taking trips like you even have to ask for permission to go on vacation, uh, and the minister <laughs> has the right to say, yeah, he has the right to say uh, yes or no. You can go on vacation, or if you do go on vacation, you have to promise that you'll at least go and visit the church that is in whatever city you're going to. Uh, so yeah, so stuff like that. Uh, you're not even allowed to make uh, like a a move. Like you're not even allowed to say like, oh hey, you know, I'm taking a job in this other state without permission. You have to have, like, a written letter from the minister or pastor uh, stating that, yes, he has permission or she has permission to leave the state, to go to this other state, and then they have to make sure that there's a church nearby.
1: (laughs) That is insane. Which...
0: I mean, just looking stuff up the last couple days, it sounds like there's a lot of churches. Like, from what I saw, there's about 50 different countries that have a huge following. There are
1: two within driving distance of me. Like, I was looking it up. Like, Mm -hmm. one is right where I work, like, right there. And then Mm -hmm. there's one in, like, North Houston. And I'm like, holy shit, they're everywhere. Yeah.
2: Right,
0: because... Just, for, just so I want to make sure that I know, it, yes. this is also, like, called the Church of the Living God, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Okay.
0: Just want to make sure. I was like, because yeah. I was seeing that a lot. And I'm like, I know I've probably have seen that church somewhere. I know I have. So, so they they're everywhere.
2: They mainly just go, because it's, a, like, a long name. like uh, But they mainly just shorten it to either The Light of the World or uh, La Luz del Mundo, which is the Spanish version mm-hmm. of it uh but yeah no they're everywhere they're even um i remember i uh came into contact i'd moved and uh you know i won't say where i moved to but i moved to a new uh town and i it was a town where there weren't very many spanish-speaking people and I, this guy kept looking at me and he then he comes up to me and he's like hey do you speak spanish and i was like yeah i do and so we start talking, and he's like, "You know, it's really nice to meet other people that speak Spanish." And I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, like I'm like I'm always looking for opportunities to practice my Spanish." And <laughs> then he's like, "I would love to invite you to my church." Pass me his card, and I look at it, and I was like, "Oh no!" I'm like, "It's you? Guys. Oh, no, <laughs> that's oh insane." And that shit is such a small world, right? It is. It is. And I was like, you need to oh start goodness. telling people
1: you're a Filipino or
2: something, <laughs> right? <laughs> I know, and I could have passed as Filipino, honestly. Guy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and your maybe little with your thought. little Asian babies. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, of course, of course, I you know moved to the middle of nowhere, and the first. Hispanic people that I meet are from this cult. <laughs> um, how
1: how long was that after you had moved
2: there? How like how quickly was that interaction? Oh my gosh! So I want to say because I moved in April, and I want to say this happened in like October or November. Wow! Um, so it was like within months of me moving, and I'm like, oh no, of course. That's so you're like they found me. <laughs> Yeah, and then right. uh, and then my husband comes up to me, and uh, after the guy walked away, he's like, "Hey, is that your mom's church?" I'm like, Shh. I'm like "Can you just not?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like nobody don't make it know. known. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody needs to know. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, wow. Yeah, um, oh, but yeah, and yeah, it's just I was like, "Oh my goodness!" I'm like, "Of course." Um. But yeah, it was, I, I thought about just like going just to, you know, as like a non-member just to see what they were up to. But I'm like, I I would get too nervous. I'm like, they they would figure me out right away. I want to get into
1: the trial a little bit because it was yes. in what, 2019 that it yes. kind of all kicked off? Yes. Okay. Talk uh, yeah, about so that a little was, bit.
2: Yeah. So he was arrested uh, June 3rd, 2019. And, uh, he, I believe, had about, like, 32 charges at the time. And, uh, he was arrested as soon as he had landed, uh, in L.A. And, uh, you know, he had charges for, uh, like human trafficking and, you know, abuse of minors and, uh, you know, all that stuff. And, unfortunately, the trial kept getting delayed. And... It was really hard, uh, just watching all the members uh, just being lied to. Uh, They're, you know, first they were like, you know, uh, they were saying that it was a deep fake. So they were saying that yes, you know, the FBI had all these videos, but they were not mm-hmm. him in the videos. Uh, and this was also around that time where I don't know if you guys remember, like people were making all these videos with celebrities, and like they were making the celebrities say all these things, like they would have um, uh, kind of like a uh, like a face swap type thing and so they're yeah, saying yeah. that that's what they were doing with his face and then they had switched it to they were saying like oh it's actually the catholic church that is behind this uh, that they're trying to take down the one two church um, mm. and uh, uh, but yeah so it and but it was just, you know, it was just frustrating because, like, they would always, they, they started easily telling the members. Anytime there was any court uh, hearing, they would always have service. They would tell members, uh, we have an emergency church service, and I need we need everyone to come you know, to church so that we can pray for the apostle. And it was one of their ways so that nobody could get connected and see what was going on. Uh, they... Uh, because of how many members there are in this church, they kept the the victim's uh, names anonymous. So, so they you know, were referred right. to as Jane Doe's. And because of that, the church was told that, oh, there's actually no victim. And it's like, no, there are. They're just being protected because they knew how crazy the church members could get. Um, and that, and just, because
0: they're children.
2: Yeah. A lot of them, yes. A lot of them uh, were minors. There were a couple of them that were adults, but they were Uh, Children when they were abused. They're adults now, right? And um, they actually just uh, recently—it was so frustrating uh, because they, 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 this whole, the whole three years, they kept trying to find out who were the victims. Somehow, somebody got a list of names, and they started being outed on the Reddit page. And oh no! And so we get a lot of trolls on Reddit. um, And I can't remember if I mentioned, but I'm one of the moderators on there. And we got somebody on there saying, oh, this person's a liar. Don't believe her. And it's like, uh, first of all, there's a reason why, this is why, you know, these victims are protected. Uh, Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. we have people like that trying to cause harm. And it it was just, you know, it's just frustrating. Um, uh, Just seeing all that. Uh, I remember talking
1: to you, like, yeah we used to talk every single day back when this was yeah. going on we had the group chat yeah. and we would talk all the time and i remember when all this was going on and how like scared and frustrated you were she would always be like rage texting like this just happened yeah. and this guy's a liar yeah. and i'm like sitting there like i think yes. we even watched um it was in spanish but it they live streamed the court didn't they they did, But wasn't it like? Uh, yeah, I, I oh, feel wow. like they live streamed it. Maybe wasn't it in they, San Diego or something
2: like that. Um, you're talking about the one. Well, the, I know he was
0: arrested in L. A. Okay, yeah. So maybe I'm way the off. recent one,
2: because uh, the recent one, or there were some, there was some court footage. Um, oh, I know which one you're talking about. You're talking about the one. It was on the Spanish channel, and they did a, a an episode on the cult, and it was uh this was like a large uh, uh spanish art it's almost like putting it on like n b c or like Foxy so it's like that equivalent mm-hmm. uh and so you know this was on the on that channel and like it was just wild just listening to to all of this seeing it like on the news uh they had actually talked about like um uh, the tunnel so the main uh headquarters is in uh Mexico and the main church uh, actually has tunnels uh, underneath it, and through those tunnels, they would sneak the girls uh, into the other houses. But uh, yeah, so it's just like, you know, there's and through all this, I still have family in it. Uh, they just recently live streamed uh, the last court hearing, and it, it was the sentencing. And what really sucked about that was uh, that this case never went to trial. I mean, he, like I said, he started off with 32 charges. They had dropped it down to 26 uh, due to some of the girls were not minors when this happened and just, you know, dumb stuff like that. And uh, he only pleaded guilty to three charges out of the 32 yeah. that were originally.
1: What were the three charges that he pled guilty um, to?
2: And I know one of, it was, like, one count of uh, forced uh, oral copulation, and it was, like, two counts of, uh, I think it was, like, sexual abuse uh, with minors, something like that. Uh, I'll have to, like, look up the actual, like, legal, what the legal term was, but it was three counts. And
0: Yeah, that's got, what I read, too, is just three yeah. counts of a sex crime. that yeah. Those were the only ones he would plead guilty to. Yeah,
2: yeah. And if so that doesn't,
1: a poor- I mean that shows what a piece of shit he is, anyway. So, and it's crazy mm-hmm. that people yeah. still believe this yeah. fucking guy. Yeah,
2: and uh, he was only given uh, sixteen years and eight months. Yep. Uh, which was it was just really frustrating because I was a lot of us were just hoping that this would go to trial, uh, because then all the evidence would be, you know, chilled. yeah and now the church just believes so the church was told that he did this in order to protect the church and so that they would give him the least uh years possible uh and because he didn't want his church to uh watch him suffer through trial it's like seriously oh my gosh yeah and it was just so frustrating because i was hoping that the family that i still have in this uh church would actually be able to open their eyes and be able to see that So right now i'm viewed as uh the enemy uh they right. you know think that i'm you know being led by satan or you know like just some crazy stuff and uh, they've actually they blame a lot of them blame my dad for me leaving the church but my dad uh you know he's currently not doing very well he uh unfortunately he's currently on Drugs and stuff, and they're saying, you know, it was because of him that the devil came into our family and uh, led us away from the truth. And um, they really you know, are going to talk.
1: blame any anything but <laughs> the are. actual problem. Mm-hmm. They are.
2: They yeah, are. Yeah, they're not
0: going to blame the person who's lying to them all the time yeah, at all.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And just like uh, you know, and I tried to. So this hearing was. Uh, it was live streamed. And so I sent them all links, and I'm over there messaging them, and of course they all blocked me immediately. They, I didn't even get a response back, uh, except for one person. Uh, but her response was that was they're like, "Who are you?" And I was like, "Well, you know." Uh, I was like, "We still go to church together," and she's like, "No, no, we didn't. I don't know you." I'm like, "Well, no, I know you." Uh, and I was like, "I just wanted <laughs> to let you know that the leader pleaded guilty to three charges." And he's like she's like that's your opinion and i'm like nope that's your opinion (laughs)
1: that's
2: not your opinion this actually happened it's documented and
0: then he pled guilty to it there's no opinion about it wow that's
2: how brainwashed they are she you know yeah brainwashing for sure yeah she's like i don't know why you're trying to intimidate me and i'm like i'm not trying to intimidate you i was just simply letting you know that your leader pled guilty And oh, wow. like, well, that's your opinion. I'm like, okay, that's fine.
1: uh We'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm gonna and... start using that to Good. people when they tell me something. <laughs> I'm just like, well, that's your opinion. The sky is blue. Well, that's your opinion. No, like, <laughs> you need to show up for work on time. Well, that's your opinion.
2: <laughs> exactly. I
0: was on time.
2: <laughs> God. I know it was just crazy. I'm oh. like. I'm like, no, like, I don't know how else to explain it. Like, this actually happened. Like, he actually verbally said that he was guilty. Like, I don't know how else to get it through their heads. And, you know, at this point, it's like, I'm just like, whatever. You know, I'm glad my mom is out. My siblings are out. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I know the truth. And at this point, like, if they choose to continue following him, like... I did my part to try to help them. <laughs> for sure, yeah. uh, It's just mm-hmm. the, the thing that also hurts is that um, they spend a lot of their time working for the church, and you know they think that they're doing good, uh, and it's just all this money just goes to this family, and they don't realize that this family, the Joaquin family, uh, they are so rich. Like they take advantage of just everyone. Uh, and you know, like one of my, uh, cousins works for free every single weekend, uh, him and his wife selling Mm -hmm. food for the church. Uh, and plus there's tithing, you know, they give minimum 10% of their paychecks. A lot of the missionaries actually, they give even more, uh, when my parents were missionaries, uh, they were, uh, uh, told that they have to give most of their money to the church. Uh, a lot of the girls who would uh you know become missionaries as well, like they had like the bare minimum like some of them couldn't even buy, you know, uh like pads and tampons and stuff like that because all their money was going to the church. And it's just frustrating seeing all these people who do believe that this is the way but they're just getting taken advantage of. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's that's insane. I hope one day everybody, you know, opens their eyes and does what you did and has the guts to do it but i think it's it's just fear it's so much fear that they're like putting into people it is. Mm-hmm. it is yeah
0: was there like any pivotal moment that like some point in your life i'm guessing when you were a teenager when you're like this doesn't feel right i don't think i need to be part of this anymore
2: so it was actually so for a long time i just basically i they just i just felt uh, like I mentioned, I felt like I was living a double life. I never really, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't even start calling it a cult until like years later uh, when, so basically they they uh, isolate you. They make it seem like when you leave, mm-hmm. you're like, you're the only one who's ever left the church in the history of this cult or, you know. <laughs> and so for years, I just felt like I was like the only one who had ever left. that was until I uh, found Reddit and uh, I started, you know, reading up on all these other... I started reading all these stories uh, and that's when I had uh, flashbacks of the grooming. Um, Oh. And yeah, so I had actually, I would forgotten about a lot of this uh, until I started reading a lot of other people's stories. And I remember when uh, I first heard about the, the girls... Being uh, sexually abused by the current leader, I at first I was like, "Is it possible?" Uh, and then that's when I uh, realized, like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, I, one girl told a story about how the leader loved hula dancing, and I was oh like, my gosh. "Oh my gosh, yeah!" And wow. so I just went through this like period of like anger because uh, these were even though I had left and I told myself I was never going to be part of this mm-hmm. organization anymore. Uh, I still uh, thought a lot about you know, like the like some of the leaders. Like I'm like you know they I'm like at least they were you know good people and then I realized no they actually weren't. Right. They were actually in on it. You know they uh, were grooming me and uh, then I I just kind of went down the rabbit hole after that and I started talking to more people and we all just had you know similar stories. There's been so many cover-ups. Uh, of these types of, you know, abuses. And then, um, uh, I started comparing it to like other cults and it's always the same thing. Like there's so many other cults where their leader is basically, he's got, he's like, there that there's a one true church and he's basically like God on earth. And, you know, there's mm-hmm. all these rules. I remember I came across like, uh, the moonies in Korea, which have very similar teachings. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this was an actual cult. Uh, and like I said at the time I didn't realize it and so it it took years for me to even like realize that it was a cult um and um like before that I actually um just for on on my own like I actually had bought uh, a bible and I was like I'm just gonna it was an English bible and I was like I'm just gonna read it you know just to uh just to see what it says and so I remember like reading a lot of like what the bible had said and I'm like but wait a second like this doesn't this contradicts this teaching or this contradicts that <laughs> and so i'm like i'm like is it possible of course me in my naive mind i'm like is it possible that the spanish bible is different than the english bible so that i went ahead and got myself a spanish bible and i started comparing them and it was just like like no and that's when i started to realize like they just took certain verses and they would manipulate them but uh I, so anyway so i just like uh so that's kind of how i started like this uh, unlearning all other people. You were thinking
0: for yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you
2: wanted. You're like, I do believe in the
0: Bible. I yeah. do believe in God, or yeah. at least at yeah. that point. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I don't know if you still do, yeah. but you wanted to think for yourself and yeah. compare it, which yeah. is great. And yeah. you weren't too brainwashed to not think for yourself. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
2: And so that's when I was like, I'm like, wait a second, like, uh, I started to slowly realize, like, no, like a lot of their teachings are just like, because they claim that they're like. Uh, that they only use the Bible, that te- the teachings only come from the Bible. Uh, they also used to teach that um, if you were to ever li- to leave this church, uh, you're never going to find a church like this one, which they were not wrong about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: but probably but... it's a good thing.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're like, we're the only church that uses the Bible. All these other churches, they, you know, they praise man, they don't actually pray to God and so I have you know, <laughs> wait, <in> that. wait
0: <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why literally what they're like, doing? What?
2: That's <laughs> exactly exactly uh, like if you look at in their hymn books like their actual hymns they have written hymns to this man where they call hmm. him an <clears throat> angel of God uh, they call him a saint and it's like no like these are actual hymns that they sing in their church services, and I'm like, no, like it just. It, oh my god, it just sounds but it like didn't, a gaslight they, like a motherfucker. Yeah, oh, they do, they do, and it's so funny because like it didn't click until after I had left. Where I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> like we we're, we're <laughs> we were in here singing to this man. We, you know, we used to like actually. Uh, pray, you know, we would just say, like, you know, thank God that you sent us, and, you know, this apostle, and, like, stuff like that. Like, that's just what we were taught, and uh, I still remember, um, so, when I got invited to a different church for the first time, uh, I still, you know, had those teachings in the back of my head, and I kept thinking, uh, I was like, oh... You know, I'm like, no, I'm not going to go. Because I had told myself, after I left, I'm like, I don't want anything to do with religion or anything like that. Were and you scared to go, like, where it I was, was in the back? You're like, scared. I'm going to get sucked
1: into another cult or something?
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> no, my actually, my uh, fear was that God was going to punish me. <laughs> oh, uh, girl. Because I still kept going back and forth. Like, when you're told as as a young kid that this is the one true church, like, it still mm-hmm. it kind of, like, stays in the back of your head, like, could they be right are they right yeah. are they wrong so I just kept going back and forth right and so I had a co-worker who invited me to church and I kept saying oh you know maybe we'll see and one day he was like I'll see you on Sunday I'm like okay I guess I'll see you on Sunday and uh, <laughs> on my way this church it was like a 20 minute drive it was the longest 20 minutes of my life because I was thinking this whole time I'm like oh my gosh God's gonna punish me because I left his church and I'm going to this other church and I like had an anxiety attack on the way there but I'm like I promised my friend I was gonna be there so I showed up and uh, another thing that they teach is they teach us that that the cross is bad which basic mm -hmm. Christianity like it's based off of the cross. Jesus died on the cross for your salvation. And, but this, the quote, they're like, no, the cross is bad. And so I show up to this church and what's right on top of the roof is a big cross. And so I'm <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. It's idol worship. That's why. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so I was like, oh my goodness. like, uh, and they also, uh, teach against music. Uh, they say that God does not like music. So when they would sing their hymns it was just the voices. And so of course this church what? that I was going to, they played music and there was a woman preaching at the front which they were <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm like this church I'm like I was like freaking out so. Like, like These oh people are crazy, <laughs> like I'm <laughs> like, Oh no I'm like um, I'm like what's like what's gonna happen? And obviously I survived, it was fine. Uh, but I had those teachings so ingrained in my head. Like I just like several times throughout the service, I, I almost like walked out of left, uh, cause it was terrifying. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this is like, mm-hmm. like for sure. God's going to punish me this time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, wow. Do you still find yourself? Yeah. Do you still like find yourself thinking in certain ways just because it was so ingrained and then you have to like rethink again, like wait. Let, let me think about that again.
2: You know, not as much anymore. You know, I, I'm finally, like, at this point where, like, uh, like, I'm just in a much better place now where I'm not afraid uh, to go out and make a decision by myself. Because that's, you know, one thing is that they controlled every single aspect of my life. It was hard for me to make decisions. Uh, even, like, just uh, going out with friends. You know, I felt like I was doing something bad uh, and so it, it finally I'm at a point where I'm like you know I can do whatever I want you know I don't feel that, that's right that guilt anymore uh, and for a long time I actually uh, used to depend on my husband because I would ask him for permission and then like it wasn't until years later where I'm like what am I doing I'm like I'm an adult I can make my own decisions. I'm like, I don't need to <laughs> ask for permission for anyone Uh, But it took years of like unlearning, uh, you know, years for me to gain my confidence back. Uh, Even just like, you know, going to the mall used to be so overwhelming uh, because I'm like, you know, I would go back and forth of like, they told me I should dress this way, but I want to dress this way. Uh, You know, so just buying clothes and stuff used to be overwhelming. Uh, I'd go to the store and find cute outfits and I would just leave them because I would just, you know. I, I just mm-hmm. had that in the back of my head. We're like, no, nah, I shouldn't be wearing that. And so just a lot of the stuff was used to be so overwhelming to me. Um, and, you know, fortunately, now it's not. Now it's, you know, I if I want to go and hang out with friends, I go and hang out with friends uh, without feeling guilty. I don't uh, have those panic attacks like I used to. Uh, the nightmares. I used to have nightmares all the time. And... Uh, And, you know, fortunately, those have stopped. Every once in a while, I'll have, like, a nightmare about the cult, but it's not as terrifying as it used to be. Uh, Because before, I used to be like, oh, my gosh, is this a sign that I need to go back? And now it's just, you know, (laughs) they're just, I would assume. It's just
0: all that anxiety. It it is, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And, um, but, yeah, no, it's taken years. Uh, I'm 30 now, and I left when I was 18, and it's, you know, it's been a long road. Well,
0: good. I'm glad that you're like, especially now, it sounds like you're way confident. I love it.
2: A lot more, yes. Uh, you should have seen, I'm, uh, Serena has seen my first <laughs> interview. Even that was, the first time I ever did that was terrifying.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. It was good, though. You did so good. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, it was like, uh, I actually <laughs> received a lot of, um, uh, attacks from that last interview and, uh, I remember uh the last conversation i had one of the last conversations i had with my uncle was he had called me uh to try and scare me uh he's like i just he took it so personally which all i did i talked about my experience and he basically was like like you know god's gonna punish you by taking away what you love most uh which is your children so he was basically saying that. oh my gosh yeah uh and i was like no I'm like that's I'm like, first of all, I'm like, I never talked about you guys. I. He's like, well, you are talking about the gossip. you were talking about I'm like, no. I'm like, all I did was I told my experience. And he's like, well, you need to stay out of my business. I'm like, well, first of all, you were never mentioned. Uh, And this is, you know, so they, they he took it so personally. And he thought, you know, by scaring me that I would stop talking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I will say that I am so grateful for doing that interview uh, because through that interview I actually met uh, an ex-minister from the cult who ended up uh, helping in the case uh, with the leader. Uh, I ended up after that. I that's when I became a moderator on Reddit, and I got to meet one of the Jane Does from the case. Uh, I ended up helping her. Uh, you know we. Uh, put her in contact with the Attorney General and she was able to, you know, uh, she had all this evidence and everything. And so through that interview, even though, like, I got attacked by a lot of people, like, good stuff still came out of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's kind of what I'm hoping with this will happen with this, is that it'll reach more people. More people will open their eyes and be like, like, oh my gosh, like, I'm in a cult. And then, you know, hopefully they can start their (laughs) journey to healing
1: yeah well it's good that you're giving a voice to people that are in there still and hopefully one day we'll get out yeah yeah
0: yeah i was gonna uh, i just really have like one more question for you is like so are, are there like other groups or programs or resources for people who are just trying to get out of a cult or anything similar to yeah. a church like that
2: um i do know that there are uh cult resources um but as, like anything specific to this cult as of right now uh mm-hmm. there isn't i do know that there are a couple people trying to work on something uh they're trying to get like a nonprofit non-profit program started uh, yeah unfortunately as of right now there isn't anything uh, but um uh, you know maybe uh Someone wants to, you know, follow me on my, I've got an Instagram account, which I forgot to plug in in the beginning, Uh, but I do plan on sharing more on there. And hopefully, um, you know, hopefully once there's something available, I can post it on there and maybe others can, um, you know, uh, they'll they'll see it and, you know, they'll get the help that they need.
1: Yeah, And we'll sure. definitely share that on I all of our pages, say, too. Yeah, we'll, like, definitely. We'll definitely share for sure, girl, on that one. I'll have it linked below. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. And on the Twitter <laughs> and on the Facebook and on the Instagram. Yes. So. yes. Yeah. 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 I yeah. would start with the Reddit because it sounds like that's a really good resource. Mm-hmm. Even if yeah. you're kind of just questioning things. I think it all started with you yeah. questioning everything.
2: Yeah. So once yeah. people I mean, start how,
1: questioning.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's how... Uh, like that's how I even started even talking about any of this because I, you know, had no intentions in the future to talk about any of this and then, uh, you know, I got to meet a lot more people uh, and then we all got to share experiences and it has been healing, to me and to other people. Um, I've actually even have uh, gotten to uh, people in in person. I've gotten to meet a lot of the ex members uh, in person. Nice. And it's, you know, it's been really, really healing for a lot of us. Good.
1: Yeah, that's good. good. Well, thank you again for coming on. I'm so yeah. happy to talk to you. It's like, we need to talk more.
2: <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah,
0: yes. No, thank you for yeah. being on okay. answering our questions and just all of it. Yeah, this was awesome. Just to no. listen to you talk all of your experiences. Thank you for being on the show.
2: Yeah, no, thanks for having me. No, it was great talking to both of you. Uh, And of course, it's always great (laughs) to talk to Serena. All right. All right.
0: Well, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Weird Mythic Podcast. We're also on Facebook at Weird Mythic Podcast. And always send, especially about this, if anybody has been in a cult or some type of situation with a church that seems very you know not cool (laughs) go ahead and send us some information you know at weird mythic podcast at gmail.com we can always hook you up with emma if there's anything else that you need to like ask her about you know anything like that go ahead and send us those messages and always hang out with serena on twitter at weird mythic podcast
1: we like hanging out on twitter (laughs) (laughs) all right talk to you guys next week bye